Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome to episode 39 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Dave. And we're back. (laughs) We used to record this show a long time ago, back when Gilmore Girls was still on, back in 2006, 2007, and we stopped halfway through season seven, but we wanted to do a couple episodes now, but that the revival is airing tonight at midnight. Yeah, like uh, sort of a... This, this episode is a sort of a primer to say that, you know, we're planning on doing a couple episodes of our podcast um, alongside the show. You mentioned this could be four episodes in a season for the, for this next season, and it's the last season? Well, this, yeah, it's a revival, and so it's four episodes all dropping at midnight tonight on Netflix on the West Coast, which we're on the West Coast, so it works for us, midnight. But like people in New York are going to have to wait until the next day or stay up until like 3, 3 or 4 a.m. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, and each episode is 90 minutes and it covers a year. They're calling it a year in the life and each episode is a season. So there's going to be winter, spring, summer, fall, and mm-hmm. each one is 90 minutes long. So our goal is to try and do an episode for each of those episodes. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, versus, I think if we, if we like binge watched it and then did like one big long episode, it definitely doesn't follow the format of our, our podcast that we used to do where we would watch an episode and then do, uh, you know, like an analysis of it. We didn't really even do like a full review. I feel, I feel like we tried to break the episode down a little bit more and talk about like people's character development and that type of stuff. So, um, it was a little bit different than just like a review of the actual episode. And so I'd like to try and do that this time around also, instead of just doing like one big long podcast for us. And I think for our, for our podcast, it'll be sort of nice bit of closure uh, for ours. I know our website's been like stagnant, just sitting there um, since 2000. And when did we stop doing it? 2000, the beginning of 2007. We did it for about a year. So, um, and we, we did it. We were watching current, seasons uh, around like season six we started halfway through season six and we were reviewing those each episode as mm-hmm. they aired and then over the summer or any breaks we would do other things like we'd either go back and watch old episodes and talk about those or we would just do character analysis of each of the characters yeah i mean po- podcasting didn't exactly exist in the like first se- uh, set of seasons for gilmore girls like season one two with three around that time and so I was just trying to wonder, like, why didn't we get started sooner? But well, I didn't was... start. I didn't start watching it until season five, and then I roped you into it. And but we like this is when we discovered it, so yeah. we, like we couldn't have known before that, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. So it's. Uh, I, I'm excited about sort of blowing the dust off these microphones and and getting back to it. Even and also, I feel maybe I feel more um, energized or like excited about doing our podcast for it because I know that there's an end to it. You know what I mean? Like it has a light at the end of the tunnel. Like we, we, there'll be some, uh, you know, you know, some completeness to it. If they if they started up, Netflix started this up, and they're like, hey, we're gonna we're just gonna run this until who knows when. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it good. back. I don't know that I would have agreed to like, <laughs> you know, pull out all the old podcasting equipment and do this again. 
Yeah, and the other reason I think we're excited is because Amy Sherman Palladino, the original creator yes. of the show, is back and right. is, is the one that, who wrote these episodes and directed these episodes. Whereas um, the very last season of Gilmore Girls, season seven, she, she left the show before that season. So the last season was written and directed by... Not her. Yeah, so not her. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It just wasn't the same. So I, that was that was one of the reasons we stopped halfway through season seven of doing the show is because season seven. I mean, I think a lot of you probably agree with us that it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same flow. It wasn't the same energy. Mm-hmm. And some of the storylines, you know, in the back of your head are like, would Amy have written this? Because I don't think she would have made yeah, this happen. And, and it was it was. It was it was painfully obvious. People like wondered what was going on with the show, and that's what made them go find out that the producer w- had left. Right. right? So the it was creator, a yeah. yeah, the creator. Sorry, it was a it was a like a a very real palatable thing that you could like, a tangible thing you could reach out and touch almost that the show had changed. Right. And in watching the trailer, I've not been on forums or like I'm not on Facebook and stuff, and so I've not seen a lot of the buzz that you mentioned is, exists for that Netflix drummed up for the revival. Um, but the, I watched the trailer just before we sat down to do th- this episode of the podcast and I watched it and it was great to see a lot of the same uh, actors coming back to do the characters that we love. Uh, but one of the things that struck me was like how well lit some of the scenes were. Like they were really bright and vibrant. And I thought, okay, I need to like mentally prepare myself for there being a slight difference in the way that it's filmed. And then it also dawned on me that it's being filmed in HD. And even if they'd filmed uh, earlier um, Gilmore, Girls, Gilmore Girls episodes in HD, uh, we weren't watching it in HD. We were either watching over the TV, like in regular standard definition, or we we're watching the DVDs, which aren't pure HD. They're like close, but not exact. And so that's going to be a little bit different, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be kind of fun to see things in like higher resolution or higher detail, like Stars Hollow and things. Yeah, I'm just excited to be back in that world. I love the Stars Hollow world. I wish we could find a town exactly like that and live in it. I mean, I love all of the the members of the town, like Taylor and Kirk and Miss Patty and Babette, and just, just so much fun just to be back in that in that reality. And it was, it's my favorite show like, of all times. It's one of those shows that I can just turn it on and watch an episode and immediately like cheer up. And it's like I'm hanging out with an old friend. And it just puts you in a good mood. It, you know, it's not one of those shows that really dates itself um, too Yeah, I mean, much. other than them wearing, other than them wearing like, you know, no, like relatively normal clothes and like using like a flip phone or something. That's the only thing that would really date them. Like there's no iPhones in these previous seasons of Gilmore Girls. And, uh, you know, like some people have like a a Nokia 5100 series or something. And so you'll, that's the only thing for me that takes it out, takes me out of. But the storylines are things that are timeless. You know, mother, daughter, love, really love interests, relationships. Parents not having boundaries or being maybe a little too involved in your lives where you don't want them to be that type of thing. And it's just a good quality show and it's smart and it's funny and the dialogue is witty. I mean, the scripts are twice as long as other shows that are, you know, 40 minutes long. Um, so more content in the so same more amount content of time. Because yeah. they talk a lot faster. They actually do talk a lot faster. So, um, and it's just, you know, great pop culture references. It's just, like I said, it's just quick witted really like intelligent show that keeps you on your toes but it's also just relaxing to watch you don't get stressed out watching it too much like not like some of those shows that are like yeah it's not like the walking dead or 
Yeah, where like manu- they'll manufacture drama to like literally stress you or out. Or somebody's so, gonna die at every second. Yeah, you know? like it's almost like a cliffhanger. Like they 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 need that so that you come back to the show. Where the Gilmore Girls, you would come back because you care about the characters and like what's going on in their life, not necessarily like will they die or not. Yeah, so I I, I love it. I'm excited. Um, one thing that I did read was that Amy Sherman Palladino didn't actually watch season seven, so I think she might have you know asked some other people around her a little bit about it just to get some continuity flow Mm -hmm. for writing the new episodes but it'll be interesting um to see how that plays into things because you know there were storylines in season seven that just never would have happened if she'd written it and just weren't necessary like christopher and lorelei eloping i totally forgot about that well lauren graham forgot about that she actually had to be reminded on set when they came back for these episodes oh really yeah she totally forgot so (laughs) Well, um, she blocked it out, I guess. That's also not like she wasn't there at a wedding. Like they didn't film the wedding, right? They, they didn't just, film the they wedding. Just... They just said they eloped in Paris. So right. So that's probably why she didn't. That's like one line of dialogue versus well, actually they... being in a wedding with like. Yeah, but then they, but then they like lived together for like a minute, you know. And anyway, yeah, it but was in just such TV, a blip. yeah, exactly. It's such a blip. She forgot about it, right? That's interesting. Yeah, because I I forgot about it when we were rewatching it, and I was like, "What is? It's like totally foreign to me." So one thing that I think is really important for our listeners, if you're new to our show, I mean, if you're an old listener, welcome back. And we're, we love to have you back. We had the best fans when we yeah. were recording before. But if you're new to the show, just wanted to give you a disclosure up front that we are Team Logan. I don't, so, I don't know that I'd call myself Team Logan because that seems like I've joined some club where we all like love Logan. You but, do love Logan. <laughs> I don't love Logan. I'm saying of all of her love interests... He's the one that I'm rooting for. So that I makes could, you Team Logan. I know, but I don't want to be on Team Logan. Does that make sense? Like, I don't yeah. want to be part of a club that would have me as a member. Well, I'm not going to make you wear a shirt. I have a <laughs> shirt, but I'm not going to make you wear the shirt. But That's good. Um, you are a shipper, a Rory Logan shipper. I suppose so, yes. Affectionately referred to as the Sophies. Wasn't there like a forum called the Sophies? Yeah. Um, it's That's the name of the ship um, because when Rory and Logan first met and they were sparring back and forth and... Uh, Logan asked her to call him Master and Commander, and uh, from the name that. of the ship is Sophie. So. The name of the ship that they were in, or the name of the ship in that book? In Master and Commander was I see. The okay. Sophie. So. Uh, very, very like high-level intellect there. Well, Definitely I mean, they are head. at Yale, so... Uh-huh. Over my head. I've not read that book. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not sorry that we're Team Logan. I'm just letting you know, so if you're not Team Logan, don't be upset with us. <laughs> I think that Logan was her best, you know boyfriend i mean he's not perfect he had his faults but i mean i think as far as like a one that could become like more than a boyfriend yeah and also a good match i mean they they didn't necessarily come from the same world obviously but like the her grandparents come from his world and they gave her glimpses into that life with their friday night dinners and things like that so they they are compatible in that respect well and intelligently he you know he can he can match her right Right. intelligence and also he pushed her to step out of her comfort zone and, and try things that she wouldn't have tried before so that's important so um i'm ex- they didn't really show a lot of i think we only see logan in one scene or maybe two in the trailer, in the trailer? So. i don't remember seeing him at all in the trailer oh yeah he was in the trailer okay huh, weird not much like okay. i don't they didn't show him talking to anybody um uh, so i'm not sure like is he still in silicon valley 
you know, like what's going on with him. I mean, where we left off Logan at the end of season seven was that he'd proposed to Rory when she graduated, when she was graduating and mm-hmm. she turned him down. And he was also moving to Silicon Valley, which ironically, we moved to Silicon Valley <laughs> a few months after that. That's true. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm also team Logan is because know, this is where you're a little bit like Logan in that Yeah, respect, exactly. This so. is, this is where stuff is happening. This is where things are being made. And so, you know, folks that are interested in making cool things come here so it's it it wasn't surprising i've forgotten that he was going to silicon valley until we rewatched the uh that episode recently yeah so is he still there you know it'll be interesting to to see what's going on with him i'm i'm not upset that rory turned him down from the proposal because i mean she was she had you know that wasn't on her radar getting married it wasn't on her radar at that time she had a a plan of like doing other things, career focused things since she just graduated. So I, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. You I, would hate for her to have married him and then regret it later and then they end up divorced because. Right. Or dragging an engagement on for years and years and not actually getting married. Right. But maybe now that, you know, they're older and if he's not married, then maybe they yeah. can work it out i i hope that i think that'd be the cleanest way to do it just say like show him being successful and her having some success but then like deciding that maybe it wasn't for her like some career change like there's some reason she's back home they imply that like she's sort of you know being like this vagabond like going around and doing stuff um, and she doesn't really have a job right now so. right so there might be in between things or maybe something happened and it was like you know tr- you know like a big milestone in her career and she's taking a break i don't know but that would be a, a, like a clean easy way to have them both come back and to be in the same area or um maybe what? they used uh edward herman's uh richard gilmore richard gilmore's uh death as a catalyst to have them all come back for the funeral and he would come back obviously to pay his respects and that's where they see each other i don't know yeah i think that that's that from my understanding the first episode is really centered around richard gilmore and real life edward herman's death um which is really really sad it's it's almost not this same show without him mm-hmm. you know like I, I was i cry i remember crying when i found out that he passed away in real life so yeah, it's a super sweet guy yeah um and so the first episode that's really like the, the theme around it is about his death and how it impacts everybody so um maybe that's why they're all back in town mm-hmm. that's that'd be my guess yeah. yeah it makes sense um definitely impacts emily the most of course and it shows her wearing jeans which is crazy i don't think i've ever seen her in jeans and decluttering her house and just yeah. throwing everything away and, and purging the whole purging place, yeah. buying a huge portrait of him and yeah, which a lot of people do especially as like a death like there or somebody they've they've been married to for you know 30 40 years and they die like they usually try and do everything all at once so they, they it's part of the grieving process where they try and like you know purge or um d- focus on the the procedures and like the funeral arrangements and things like that and so they get wrapped up in it so it's a very normal part of the, the grieving process so yeah so with rory i mean they meant like i said we mentioned that they show that she's out of work and kind of in limbo with her career and you know which is i think a little bit surprising for all of us because i think everybody including herself expected for her to have done something great yeah, maybe she by did. now maybe she did and maybe then now she doesn't know what's next you know it'll it, we don't know exactly, but I, I don't want to think that all we care about is who she ends up with because that's not the case. No. But I think it, I mean, you want to see her happy and find love and and all that too. Um, I, I read a couple of, of different things about it and it was fun to read like what the actors' perspectives on that stuff was and Amy Sherman Palladino's. And her big thing was for Dean and Jess, 
they were her boyfriends for when she was a teenager. Like, they were the right ones for then, but not necessarily as an adult. I mean, you don't, how many of us end up with the person we were with when we were 16, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, we all grow up. So, you know, I think that she implied from that that they're not, can't, they're not candidates for who Rory ends up with now. Right. But she didn't say that about Logan. Um, and I think it's because, you know, Rory was dating Logan while she was in college and kind of grew up with him. So maybe he is a contender now. Um, but then that some of the actors were asked as well, like which team they're on. And Sean Gunn, who plays Kirk, is big team Logan. Hmm. I think for all the same reasons that we are, which is really fun. Um, Milo Ventimiglia, who plays Jess, is not team Jess. He said... His big thing was, well, I don't think Jess was Team Rory, like he, the way he treated her. So I think that was an interesting perspective to have. I love Milo. It's not that I don't like the actor. I think he's great on This Is Us. I liked him on Heroes. I think he's a great actor, but I just don't like Jess as a person for Rory. Um, I think that they might end up being really good friends, mm. especially from what the, the trailer has shown. And then Matt Zucri, who plays Logan, said that Rory and Logan in the show – the relationship is very, very special. So I don't know if that means. <laughs> I hope it means good things. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Hmm. Um, Matt Zuckery was actually one of the people that we got to interview when we were doing the show before. The, because of the podcast. Because of the podcast. Right. So but we never aired that. We never aired that because that was something we did for another website. And so it was only the like the text from their conversation. That was, That's right. That was like the agreement with him. But super nice guy. We were supposed to talk for like five or ten minutes. I think we ended up talking for half an hour on the phone. And it was just super sweet. You know, you can tell that all of the actors just really care about the show and the characters and i think that's you know a testament to um to how amazing it is and why the fan base is so great too it's just a great show and i think that's why this revival is going to be really fun for everybody to see mm-hmm. um if you aren't familiar with matt Zucri's work i recommend you also watch the good wife because oh, that's so another good, good yeah, show that he, he just did a great job with so and over the span of his time on that show he's probably still on it um you get to see him really develop his character on there and do a lot with it and have show like show off his his depth as an actor. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching that. That show's over now, remember? Oh, that's right. It was over over, right? Yeah. Sorry. There's going to be a spinoff, but I don't think he's on it. So. Okay. No, he was great in that. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's my, my Logan rant. <laughs> it's like half the episode. Sorry about that, but not really. Um, so Luke and Lorelai, mm-hmm. what do you think? Are they... I think they're definitely together based on their tr- their previews. Like but they're an are item. they but are they married? Um, I I mean it could go either way. And I I here's what personal preference. I hope that they're married because I think that's like a simple, clean way of presenting them as a couple. Eight years, ten years later, whatever it is. Yeah, the show ended with them getting back together, um, before. But you know, if this was revival, was happening like a year later, I could see them not being married. But it's eight years later they should they should be married by now they're in their 40s now it's just you know it would be i think it'd be kind of weird if they weren't you know yeah i hope they are yeah and if they aren't i hope they explain it and make it make sense that why they're not i don't don't know what makes sense why they're not right (laughs) but i don't think they have kids probably i don't know if they do they've done a good job of keeping a tight lip on that Oh, yeah, that'd be, a, like, a cool bombshell. I mean, it shows in one scene that Rory is, like, babysitting some kids, but those could be, like, 
Paris's kids or Lane's. Oh, I bet it's Lane's, oh, Lane's twins kids and, or something. Which are, Lane's twins would now be like eight, eight or, or nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Could be anybody. That would make sense, but it would be weird. I think if they had kids, I don't know. But um, I know that April Nardini, Nardini is going to be back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I didn't. I know that people don't really like her storyline too much, but as a character, as an actor, she is adorable. Yeah. She, and, went, on, she went on to later do uh, Switched at Birth, which, which is, we really like. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. So you should watch that show just because it's a good show and she had to learn sign language for that show. Yeah. Like genuinely learn sign language. And also, uh, that's a brave show because they allowed there to be dead air. Like there's they, silence. They would do scenes or a whole, they, one time they did a whole episode with... No just talking, sign. just signing. And subtitles. And subtitles. And so in like a modern day, like how he's having like bed, what they call bed music or like background music and uh, stuff happening and sound effects going off, for them to air an episode that is completely silent other than ambient noise, which would be in the scene, was really, really brave. I'm, I, I was pleased to see it coming from like the deaf community, which I grew up in, to see that type of stuff happen in it. So... It's 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 a great show. You guys should check it out. But what's the name of the, what's that actress's name? She's not Vanessa uh, Morano, I think. Hmm. She has like a almost like a identical sister. Her little sister Laura, like, who's like a Disney Channel. Kid. They're like many years apart, but they look identical. Strong They're just a couple genes. years apart. Yeah. Vanessa Morano, yeah. Okay, yeah, she she was super cute. I, I liked I liked her as April Nardini, is what I'm saying. Yeah, April Nardini is super cute. Okay, so she'll be grown up now, which is weird. Makes mm-hmm. me feel old. Because um, she was like, what, 12 or 13 mm-hmm. when the show ended? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Is she in college? Obviously, she's in the show a little bit. Hope You know, that her and Luke still have a good relationship, yeah. hopefully. so. She was already on the show, but there's also a lot of people that I noticed in there that are like loosely related, or not related, I should say, but like affiliated with Amy Sherman Palladino, like some of the other things that she did afterwards. Well, there's a lot of cameos, which is going to be fun to see and see how many you can spot. I know that for sure, um, if you watched Bunheads, which was the next show that Amy Sherman Palladino created and wrote after Gilmore Girls, it only had one season, which is such a bummer. And most of the cast was actually from Gilmore Girls, including Kelly Bishop, who plays Emily. Um... Kirk was mm-hmm, in it. Mm-hmm. Gypsy, I think, yeah, was I think in Gypsy it. Had um, the construction guy, um, like the foreman the, that like the, the contractor. On, yeah, the contractor. Yeah. Um, Mitchum Huntsberger was in it. Remember, he played like the One diner. The no, he played like the like the surfing dude, like the diner guy. Oh, right, right. Totally like different, different character. character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So lots of cameos in that. Lots of Gilmore Girls characters, actors went on to be on that show. But lots of Bunheads cameos in this one too. So Sutton Foster, who was the the star of that show, has has a few scenes that she does. It looks like she's performing as like a pilgrim or something. In in what the <laughs> preview showed, um, she's a Broadway star too and then one of the other bunheads um her name is bailey in real life is one of the 30 something gang that they like pan oh, to the, in the, the town hall meeting the, the blonde one in the back yeah yeah so that'll be fun and then related to lauren graham um, her daughter on parenthood may whitman also i think has a cameo which is going to be fun yeah that's another good actress like she had sort of like a supporting role in parenthood um, I guess everybody had a supporting role, but I was really pleased to see her also grow as an actress. And, and well, you really liked well. her back in Hope Floats when she's the little girl from Hope Floats. You know, the, like you stink, Justin. You stink, Justin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember. She, she's been an actress for a long time. Yeah, so yeah. 
It's but, been but, fun but, to watch her grow up. Yeah, but would a child actor like being like given lines or practice and groomed to like deliver the line, nail it, like that's different than, I guess, being asked to, to carry a character right. like or, like on your own kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. So um, the other thing I'm excited about is, like I said before, just seeing all of the other characters, you know, the show. Lane and Mrs. Kim, Babette, Patty, Taylor, mm-hmm. Kirk. All the people um, that make Stars, Stars Hollow. Hollow. Yeah. And how different they are, you know, how much have they changed. I know Miss Patty's lost a lot of weight and she looks great. You wouldn't even know that it was her necessarily if she wasn't on the show as her mm-hmm. character. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be really exciting. There's definitely a lot going on in Stars Hollow from, from what it looks like with the with the previews. There was always see. stuff going on yeah. in Stars Hollow. It was a pretty busy, it's a busy little, little, little town. town. Yeah. Um, one thing I was thinking about was wouldn't it be fun if they finally showed some of the characters that they only ever mentioned but never showed before, like Al from Al's Pancake World, Eastside Tilly, Eastside Tilly, okay, <laughs> and Mr. Kim, like whatever oh, happened to Mr. Kim? I don't know, but so. Al from Al's Pancakes would be nice, or like for them to actually go to the, they had to build the whole set and all that jazz, but yeah, because they, they, they did got like, Netflix money now. They, they got Netflix do that. money. <laughs> But Al's Pancakes had, had pancakes, Chinese food, Indian food, Indian food Italian, tacos. Yeah, all of it, right? <laughs> and one other thing I noticed was that uh, Alexis Bledel doesn't sound like Rory anymore. Well, like, it's been 10 years. Well, I know, but I don't know. She was already like in her 20s when the show ended. Like, Did your voice really change that much? I don't know. It's yeah, just, a lot, just, yeah, a lot can happen in 10 years, I think. Yeah, I know she's a mom now. I think it's But even if she doesn't, like, her, even if she's like, physically talking different, like, she might be around different types of people now, like, in her personal life. Yeah. And if they talk a little bit different, then she might pick up those little, like, nuances and milieus. So, it, I don't know. I, I noticed the same thing when she was talking to Lorelai uh, walking through um, Stars Hollow. And one of the, um, I mentioned Netflix. I have to commend them. I think they've done a really, really awesome job with just like the promotions and getting people excited. And like definitely they've really dialed into the fandom. And Yeah. It's not, it's not one of those cases where they bought some piece of intellectual property and they're just like, we know that if we pump in this much money, we can churn out this much more in profit and let's just do it regardless. But they don't actually get the the fan base or understand like the world of Gilmore Girls or Stars Hollow. Yes, they definitely had some diehard fans working on this behind the scenes. I mean, to like get the Stars Hollow website, like the town of Stars Hollow website up and running. Oh yeah, and like where you can like ask Kurt questions. Yeah, or the um the cafe, the coffee shop. Right, where they had Luke's Diner open for a day or, across the country. Yeah, a bunch like, of different a bunch of different ones were like pop up Luke's for diners. the anniversary of when the show originally aired. Yeah, you you braved it and stood in line for that. It was a little, it was a lot bigger than you thought it was gonna be. Huh? Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like fifty, maybe a hundred people, and there were many, many hundreds of people. How long did you have to wait? I think I waited for like an hour and a half to and get in. And what did you get? I got the the Luke's Diner coffee cup, disposable, disposable <laughs> coffee cup, whatever you call it. Um, it had like its logo on it. it had a little and quotes it was from free, the show. Right? It was all free. The coffee was free. Everything was free. Yeah. And um, the I didn't even know that coffee shop existed. Now I do. So that was awesome. And then like, wasn't the staff dressed like Luke? Or yeah. One of the guys had. Yeah, I've got some pictures. I'll put them on the website. But, like one of the guys had like a his cap on backwards and a flannel shirt, and so, it's a nice touch. Like and the people that were the the baristas working there really enjoyed Gilmore Girls and so they were definitely into it. It was a lot of fun. And then I think the one in LA, Scott Patterson, who plays Luke, actually 
showed up and so people got to oh nice there was also like young people there that couldn't have been old enough to have watched it earlier so these are all people that are watching it on reruns or dvds well i think it's i think it's they're watching it on netflix because once they dropped all the all seven seasons on netflix you can just binge watch them in like you know a month or so yeah Um, Yeah, i was was cool i was i also wasn't surprised or i was wasn't expecting to see that many young people there that had watched the show yeah i think there's gonna be a lot of people watching that are watching the show now and watching this revival that didn't watch it when it was on originally and because they've done such a great job promoting it and you you have netflix as an option now and i have a lot of friends who are watching it for the first time and they're trying to catch up and be done by tomorrow i don't know if they're all going to make it but you know like it's definitely a whole new fan base getting into it because like i said it is one of those timeless things that and it's also not one of those things where, like, if you didn't grow up with it, you're not going to like it. Like, there are some movies and things that, like, okay, we liked it because we grew up with it. But if we went back and watched it now for the first time, you'd be like, oh, that wasn't as good. But this yeah. this show is not like that. Gilmore Girls is, it's timeless. So, I so. And I think that's why it's so popular. Um, I know that um, they also did, like, a Stars Hollow Festival at UCLA last weekend, which we couldn't make it down to. But that would have been a lot of fun to go to as well. And I think some of the actors showed up for that. Hmm. So. Yeah, Netflix has done a great job of reaching out. It's been awesome. The other thing they've done is they've asked people to take a pledge to not reveal what the last four words are. So they've already said that the last ep- the last episode of the revival, so the fourth one at the end of it, we'll finally all hear those last four words that Amy had known were going to be the last four words of the show back many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, but I'm they don't that... want people to spoil it for people who don't get a chance to watch it right away. So Yeah, and not just the last four words, but like any sort of spoilers. If right. people are watching it, there should be people should be given some amount of time to watch it because that's, that's a lot to binge watch. It's so hard with on. the internet now for people to be quiet. I mean, I remember when you like still, this... You can still say stuff like, oh, I'm, I'm watching this and I'm loving it. You got to check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can still get people, let people know that you're watching it but without saying getting into the details of it like what's an appropriate amount of time you know is i don't like- know but i hope that it i hope the fans for this do a better job than when the harry potter books would come out and like the guy would drive around the parking lot yelling out spoilers to the yeah. little kids waiting in line to buy the book at midnight which was so mean yeah it's really mean so i don't know i don't know how long do you think like a month i would say being the internet and then that it's all all the episodes are up there a month probably like anything past a month becomes challenging like you wouldn't necessarily go into detail like on facebook like in a post where somebody like might accidentally read it versus coming here when we do our next uh, episode uh, of the podcast it will have spoilers for that first um episode of the four for this season so have that in mind when you're listening to it but if if we had started watching a second one i won't put the, we won't put that in the first one i think that there'll be sort of this thing like when you get into it you'll know it right if you go to a forum and you want to talk about the show surely there'll be spoilers there for the entire thing if people have had a reasonable amount of time to watch all four episodes so any prediction for what the last four words are no <laughs> You haven't sl- like, sleep I, at night I've trying given, to figure it out. I've given it zero thought. It's not that I don't care. It's just I'm not like, I don't have like this romantic notion of what they are or could be. Like, it's, I, think it's, I, think it is, I think it is nice that the creator has sort of seen that, uh, you know, from, from beginning to end. And they have this idea of what it looks like at the end, right? To drive towards that. That's cool. But... To speculate about what the actual words are, I don't know. I've, I've not given it much thought. Yeah, I mean, it looks you, like it looks like you have. No, I mean, you know, it's between Lorelai and Rory, so hmm. I I don't know. I 
you know, is it Mama marrying Logan? I mean, I can dream, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's what it is. Uh, I have no idea. It's probably going to, I don't know. The writers are awesome. So it's probably going to be something really poignant and funny. And we're all going to love it. And we're all going to get shirts with it later, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I already have several Gilmore Girl shirts. I mean, why not one more? You know, I'm sitting here right now drinking out of my In Omnia Paratus mug. I've got my right. Omnia Paratus shirt. Right, so. I guess that's true. You, yeah. You, you, don't you have another shirt that just has like character names? Yeah, it's like the squad shirt. And it's uh-huh. got like Lorelai and Rory and Emily and like, it'll sell the girls. Yeah, but, but it's just some names. Any other people that see those names that recognize the Gilmore girl names would know that that's you know in the you know that they're in the know right right so our plan is to watch the first episode tonight at midnight um you know back in the day we would have been watched all four in a row but now we have a four-year-old so (laughs) that's not realistic anymore but i think we're gonna do is watch one tonight sleep on it record an episode tomorrow I want to record the episodes before we watch the next one because I don't want to yeah. actually slip any spoilers. Slip any spoilers or like change what we naturally think. Like right. I want to go along this with the people that are listening along right. with us. So yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then we'll record one tomorrow and then try to watch another one tomorrow and do another episode. Maybe have it done by the weekend's end and in between, you know, spending time with your kid and sure. all that good stuff. <laughs> and life. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm excited. I hope you guys will go along this ride with us and hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Our website is GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. So go there for updates of new episodes and you can leave comments of the episodes and let us know what you think.